Welcome to Your Hell Yes Life, the podcast for women who are ready to challenge the status quo and follow their inner yes to create a unique life of fulfillment, freedom, and joy. I'm your host, Zaya B, abstract artist, best-selling author, and international change leader. I am so thrilled to have you with me today. Today is a very special episode. It is the 30th episode. It is the end of season one, and it is the last episode of 2023. I'm going to be taking a two-week pause, and I'll be back the second week of January with more excitement, inspiration, insights, and ideas on how you can live your hell yes life. I want to thank you so much For those of you who have been here from the start, and for those of you who are just joining, I am immensely grateful that you are spending time here. In a brief time, the show has had thousands of downloads across every continent except Antarctica. And I've been there, and I know they have limited connectivity, but maybe we'll get them next year. This episode is going to be a little different. Just me talking to you. We're going to be looking back at 2023 and celebrating ourselves. That's right. Today is all about celebrating you for who you are, for what you've done, for who you've become, for what's ahead, for all of it. We are here to celebrate all of it because really, how often do you really take the time to appreciate yourself and your journey and your magnificence? Well, now is the time. Today, I'm going to share a process that I invite you to go through. Some really easy questions that I really want you to dig deep and answer for this celebration. This end of year blowout all about you. I'll share some insights on what I learned so far just putting this episode together. I'm still going to do this exercise later and really dig in myself. Before we get started, I have two quick invitations for you. First up, for anybody that sends me a direct message in Instagram at Zaya.B, Z-Y-A dot B-E, or Facebook with the same name, DM me to show me that you celebrated yourself. Share what you came up with in the exercises. Show yourself jumping around. Anything to show me that you are celebrating you, and I'm going to send you a special gift. The next thing, to add more yes into your life, join the Your Hell Yes Life mailing list, where I share insights, ideas, and inspiration to help you keep growing your hell yes life. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's go. I want to start off today by actually talking about the podcast, which is one of the biggest things I'm celebrating for the year. One day, I just got this idea. I am going to create a podcast where I spotlight and celebrate women living life on their terms to inspire and inform others. It came as one sentence. There it was. And that's what I'm doing. It is beyond what I could have ever imagined. It really has just blown my mind and my heart wide open. I'm going to do a very quick celebration of some of the women who have been on the show as a way to get your juices flowing, to think about what you've accomplished and also to spark what's possible for you. If you're eager to just jump right in and get started on celebrating you and you don't want to hear about the other women right now, then fast forward three minutes and let's make it happen. Back to these magical women. I've had many artists who have made their living from sharing their creative brilliance, like Jessica Underwater, a full-time musician with a deep connection to nature and a worldwide following. Chris Seidel, who guides people to paint intuitively as a way to connect with, express, and heal themselves. Sylvie Minot, who uses dance in a similar way as what Chris does with painting. And she's even created a nonprofit that brings dance to veterans, recovering addicts, and many other groups who deeply benefit from the gift of movement. I've had several women who are changing the world. 
Actually, I would say that all of us are changing the world by our presence, by how we show up, by how we care, by how we act. But I'm just going to highlight them because they are taking really bold action. We've got Suzanne Jabour, who turned immense grief into a business. She now helps businesses to more effectively help their employees with grief. Because truly, as a society in the U.S. and in many cultures, we actually don't know what to do when people are in grief. We don't handle it well. Suzanne is leading the charge to help make that change. We had Beatrice Olson, an endocrinologist who wanted to treat the whole patient, not just the symptoms. And when insurance said that they would no longer pay for that, rather than changing what she was doing, she stepped out on her own and she created her own practice where she could give a comprehensive approach. She led the way and doctors are now coming to her to find out how she did it. Hannah Elizabeth, an international clown. Yep, you heard that. An international clown who has won many Fulbright Awards to take her work out into refugee camps and other locations around the world, bringing play and joy to people who are enduring immense challenges. And then last in this, Alice Mboy in Kenya, who turned a traumatic experience in her childhood around menstrual health and education into now a countrywide movement where she has not only affected 78,000 girls and women giving them education and supplies so that they can handle their menstrual health. But she is changing the culture of her country. I want to talk very briefly about women who left big careers to follow their yes. Krishna Chaudhuri, who left a very successful career in social impact in London and now has a farm with a unique school and community activities in rural Portugal. She did this by following her heart. Alex Alexander was a highly sought-after luxury wedding planner. When she felt the call, she left that, and she is now a friendship expert, helping people to see that friendship is not a luxury. It's something we all need. Lastly is Julie Steelman, who is a wildly successful salesperson in her company and then left it aside so that she could become a wildlife photographer and to help women with their finances. Now, I'm mentioning all of these, again, just because I love celebrating women, and I want to spark what's possible and give you some ideas for what may be ahead for you in the new year when you really follow your inner hell yes. So with these women as an inspiration, let's dive in to looking at wonderful you. For those of you who are regulars, you know that my one consistent question is, what is your brag? What do you want to celebrate about you? And we as women are often told we shouldn't brag. We should be humble. We should be quiet. We should shine the spotlight on others. It's not nice to be boastful. Well, okay, sure. If you're walking around and you only talk about yourself all day, then perhaps that's going to put people off. But I think we've taken it to an extreme and it is time to take the mic, take the spotlight and just show our magnificence. Acknowledging yourself is going to help you feed your hell yes. The more you feel good about all you are doing and being, the more that is going to expand. I can imagine you have a ton to celebrate from this year. In many cultures, including in the U.S., we focus mostly on big accomplishments. It's what did we do? And while those are important, that's not the whole picture. So we'll start there, but there's more ahead. I've had some big ones this year that I am really excited about. As I said, the podcast for sure. I got my first art studio. I had my first show in that studio. I collaborated on an internationally best-selling book. I've created a mastermind that has become one of the most supportive communities I have ever encountered and more. Why am I sharing this? 
Because in my show, I shine the light on my guests and I don't actually talk much about what I've done and who I am. I don't talk very much about my accomplishments. And as I am asking us to all rise up and all get the spotlight, I thought I'd share some of my own. As we get into this exercise, I suggest you take your time and write your answers. Don't rush. Savor this experience. Really sink in and feel it. Feel that sense of pride, of gratitude, of even surprise when you look at it all. You may want to look back at your calendar or at photos to help you remember all these things from earlier in the year so that you really get a full picture of how far you've come, of who you've become. We'll start off with the accomplishments because that's the part that's often easiest. Let's start with goals that you had for the year, big or small, from organizing old photos to getting a promotion. No holds bar. I want you to capture it all. And even if you didn't fully achieve the goal, if you did part of the way, that's an achievement too. I want you to write all of those things down. Celebrate you. The other accomplishment piece are things that you actually didn't even set out for. Maybe you got a promotion and you didn't have that as a goal. Maybe you surprised yourself and started lifting really heavy weight at the gym, but it wasn't necessarily a goal you set out to. So think about all these accomplishments. Maybe it was a big meeting you facilitated at work. You sold your house and moved. A lot of what we accomplish isn't necessarily a goal that we set, but it comes up through the course of our days. I didn't actually ever have a goal to write a book, but the opportunity came up and I did it. So I want you to focus on everything that you've accomplished this year. Capture anything. Don't forget to capture what you learned this year, the time you took to build or improve a skill. And it can be anything. Did you learn a lesson? Did you learn a language? Did you learn a new recipe? Did you learn a new technology? Did you figure out how to finally get attention on your, on your Instagram account? All of these are worthy of celebration and acknowledgement. So don't forget hard skills, soft skills, all of it. And again, really slow down and take the time. Think through work, relationships, health, finances, personal growth, all of it. Think about every area of your life, the different relationships, the different work, the volunteer, all the things that you do, and think about what you've accomplished for this year. You can hit pause and do it now, or you can write the question and come back later. I want to give a quick side note because I know many of us, when we sit down to think about what we've accomplished, we can often start to think about what we didn't accomplish, the dreams that got ignored, the goals where we fell short, the changes we didn't make. And yes, we can look at those briefly and learn. Maybe we do need to get more comfortable facing our fears. Maybe we really do need to push ourselves. Maybe we haven't made enough time to focus on our health. But at the same point, it could be that the goal that you didn't achieve wasn't really that important to you. Look at the things that didn't go as planned, but only as a way to learn and not as a place to judge yourself or feel badly. Don't linger in this exercise. Look at it as fuel for going forward. And in January, I'm going to do an exercise of planning the new year. The next piece I want to talk about is what have you learned about yourself? Did you learn to understand and shift some patterns or how you relate to your own judgment, how you listen to or don't listen to, hopefully, the inner critic. For example, I can still see that I hold myself back and I don't fully share everything with ease. I'm still a little bit uncomfortable on camera. I still don't necessarily want to show everything about my art process, but it's something that I will keep leaning into because I am, I'm passionate about sharing my story. And by doing that, being a model for other women 
to step forward, to share vulnerably, and let us see your magnificence. And so by me hiding and holding my own stories, my own gifts, that's not just holding me back, but it's also possibly holding somebody else back who could benefit from hearing my story. So I'm going to do more public speaking. I'm going to get on social media more. I'm going to send out more emails. I'm just going to keep sharing, sharing, sharing the ups, the downs, and all the in-betweens. I see how I get overwhelmed when I feel like there are too many things that I need to get done. And right now there is a lot to get done. I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing art. I'm doing speaking. There is a lot to be done. And so when I sense that I get into that overwhelm, I now know that I need to focus on what are the things that are really going to make the impact? Focus on that. Let everything else fall away for a while. On this piece, I know that it can look negative, that you can see these things that you've learned about yourself as areas to improve that aren't as good as they need to be yet. And I'm going to ask you to take a different lens to see that you got the lesson. You can't change until you see that there is something to change. Now that you have that lesson, 2024, it can be different. So let's just stop and congratulate ourselves that we got the aha, we saw the way we were acting, and now we can choose a different way going forward. Okay, so far we have what you've accomplished and what you've learned. Now I wanna focus on how you showed up for others. And this is definitely something that we don't acknowledge very often. And yet it has a massive impact. So why not sit there and smile, knowing that we made somebody's day? We made somebody's life easier. We helped somebody get ahead. We helped somebody through grief. I know this year, some of the big ones were my mom was ill and being there for her and advocating for her and knowing that she was getting the care she needed because I was using my New York pushy self to make sure that she got it felt really good. It was hard, but it felt good. I actually define my friendships by how people show up for me in hard times. That's really important to me. When I know that one of my friends is having a hard time, I check in regularly. I lean in to see what they need. I I make sure that they know that they are cared for and supported. Another thing that I do is that I think I really make it safe and easy for people to really feel their feelings around me and to grieve. I'm okay with people crying in front of me. I'm okay with people asking for hugs. I actually feel like it's an honor when people share their feelings with me. And because people know that they're safe with me, that they're not going to be judged, that I'm comfortable with it, it gives them that easeful place where they can let loose, that they can let the tears out, that they can feel all those feelings, whether it's anger, frustration, fear, all of it is welcome with me. And now for you, I want you to think about, did you bring food to a sick friend? Did you cheer a friend on who was doing a race? Did you help a coworker who was struggling? Did you welcome a new neighbor? Did you babysit so your friends could go have date night? I bet you do something every week and possibly most days to help other people. Now is the time to sit down and smile and think about those times. Okay, moving on. The next piece is how did you show up for yourself this year? How did you do a hell yes to you, to your values, your calling, your desires? What new habits did you develop? What fears did you face? What boundaries did you set and hold? What times did you follow your intuition? What brave decisions did you make? What moments did you allow yourself to be vulnerable? What healing did you focus on? What self-care did you give yourself? Where did you actually celebrate a win? For me, I'd say sharing my stories, my art, and my ideas has been one of the biggest ways that I've shown up for myself this year. And even when I felt like, no, I don't really want to share that, and I did anyway, that is showing up for myself. It may seem like it's an external act, 
but it's honoring my stories have importance and it is safe and it is valuable to share them. I set boundaries with several family members this year. Now, I know that may sound crazy to do with family, but, but they don't get a free ride. I know how it's not easy, but it was necessary to honor myself and how I choose to connect in relationship. Those are just a couple of examples. I am sure that there are many, many more that you have for yourself on how you showed up, on how you ate the healthy thing when you really wanted that cookie, on how you got up and went for a walk even when you really wanted to sit on the couch, on how you made sure that your opinion was heard in a meeting with a lot of loud voices. Really think again about all the areas in your life, all of your relationships, your career, your volunteer, your hobbies, your health. Did you really push a doctor to listen and help you get to the root cause when they just wanted to give you a pill and send you on your way? Really think about all the areas of your life and how you showed up for yourself. The big piece that we often skip over is I want you to celebrate who you have become. Now, this one may sound strange. Who have you become? Of course, you're the same person. And yet you're not. Think about who you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I bet you can see a very big difference. And trust me, even in a year, we change. We change a lot. Look at how you felt at the beginning of the year. Look at how you felt about yourself, maybe, about a situation, where you were and what you were doing about your ability to follow through, about where you got stuck in the past, what challenges seem to trip you up. What are some of these ways that you've changed throughout the year? And then what are some of the things that have changed as a result of what you've accomplished, what you've gone after? So for example, with my podcast, I'm really tuned in to what does it take? What is the intention, the questions, the energy that I need to bring in order to make this the best episode possible, to make my guests feel so comfortable that they're willing to be vulnerable, to make sure that we get the messages that the listeners really need to hear. I need to show up in a way to make that happen. That's who I have become and am becoming. In my art, I've become more vulnerable. I'm less focused on, is this a pretty picture than is it honest art? Do I really feel like my emotion is in there? So I have changed as an artist. That's who I have become. And I share these as examples to really sit back and think about who have you become this year? Think about the challenges you faced throughout the year. And then think about how you've resolved them. And is that different than you would have done it in the past? Think about how you even faced it. Were you more resilient this time? Did you react less? Were you more open-hearted? Did you forgive yourself? Did you forgive the other person? These are things to really sit with and acknowledge. For this one, I think it actually could be really fun and useful to ask a close friend or a family member what changes they've seen in you this year. Because sometimes we don't see that. We don't see all how we've changed. And getting that outside view not only feels really good, but points out things that we may have forgotten. I know that there are many year-end summaries that are out there. This one is focused on celebration on celebrating the hell yes life that you built this year and how you've said hell yes to yourself. So here's a summary of what what we're going to celebrate. So it was, what are the accomplishments and achievements? What have you learned? What have you learned about yourself? How have you shown up for others? And how have you shown up for yourself? And who have you become? And now that you have this massive list of all the things that you are proud or grateful for in 2023, no matter how big or small, it is time to celebrate. You may want to share your list with somebody who supports you, a friend, a family member, a mentor, 
Maybe invite them to do the same exercise and then you both celebrate each other at the end of it. Treat yourself to something that makes you happy, a spa day, a road trip, a special bottle of wine, some a gift that you've really been craving. What really feels like an acknowledgement of this magical year? What really feels like a deep celebration of you and all of your hell yes this year? I'm going to go sit in nature because that fills me and then I'm getting a massage. With a big smile on my face, I want to say that's the episode for today. I'm so excited not only to have you here, but to end this year celebrating you, my listeners, because I know how amazing you are. I know the bold steps that you've taken. I know the yeses that you've said to yourself. I know the jobs that you've left, the brave choices that you've made, the fears that you've faced. And I, for one, am applauding you. I'm holding the mic, so I can't actually applaud you right now. But inside, I am so proud of you. I want you to see yourself up on a stage and you are getting a standing ovation. We are all surrounding each other, giving each other a standing ovation right now for everything we've done, everything we've become, and everything that lies ahead. Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending the end of your year with me, for doing this magical wrap-up to celebrate yourself, to take time to really honor who you are, to really honor the miracle that you are. Don't forget to join the mailing list. The link is in the show notes. And to send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Zaya, Z-Y-A-B, B-E, Zaya.B, to show me you celebrating. Show me a picture. Show me what you wrote up today. Anything. I want to celebrate you. This is Zaya B signing off for 2023. And don't forget, until next time, stay brave and true to your hell yes.